Hi everyone, this is Moni Singh and welcome to our Career Spotlight. Today I have with me Emilia Milukas. Emilia is a registered nurse and a liver transplant coordinator at UNC Hospitals, the University of North Carolina. Emilia, welcome to our show and thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. Wonderful. So Emilia, to get us started, tell us about what you do. So I'm a liver transplant coordinator. So what that means is, is I help patients get a healthy liver and then that helps them recover um, from their liver failure. And then they are able to live healthy lives afterward. So I'm gonna show you a picture of a liver. So this is a liver. And what we have here is what a liver is supposed to look like. So right here, this pink, smooth, healthy tissue is what a liver is supposed to be like. Unfortunately, in the patients that I take care of, they get sick. And so they end up having liver failure. So this is the first stages of liver failure. And then it gets bumpier and bumpier and bumpier. And these cannot function anymore because they don't filter the blood. So the function of the liver is actually right here. Oh, wrong spot. I saw myself on the camera. So your liver goes right up underneath your right side of your rib cage. And that big portal vein right there, that helps get all the fluid and blood products through your liver to help filter it. So basically the liver is the filter of your body. So there is no substitute for a liver. So we all need livers to be able to live. So my patients get sick, they need a new liver. And so we go ahead and we transplant them a new, oops, excuse me, a new healthy liver. So I, trans, I help um, organize the transplant by calling a bunch of people, including the operating room, the physician that does the actual surgery, the nurses on the unit. I get everybody organized to help do this team um, operation. So our patients get transplanted, they get the healthy liver, they stay in the hospital for a little bit. And then after they're discharged home, they get a phone call from me and I help organize to get their labs. So they get lab work for me so I can check to make sure that liver's functioning and I can check their blood work to make sure that liver's filtering like it's supposed to. So they get me labs and if I see something wrong with the labs, sometimes I have to talk with my doctors, either the surgeon or a hepatologist. A hepatologist is a liver specialist. It's a special liver doctor. And uh, I talk to them about what I see with the patient, the patient's symptoms. Maybe they feel sick. Maybe they don't feel very good. Maybe they got some fevers or something going on. And then we come up with a plan. Sometimes we can treat them at home with something like antibiotics. Sometimes they have to come back to the hospital for a procedure. Um, it just depends, but that's what I do. I help keep my liver transplant patients at home and healthy. And hopefully after they get their liver transplant, they live long, healthy lives because they, they're able to have that filter back in their body that works again. Oh my God, that is so awesome. I love it, Amelia. Um, and I, I'll tell you this, it's all of this is foreign to me. I have nothing to do with healthcare, <laughs> but I'm so, so thrilled that at least we can hear about it and see how this all comes together. So, um, Tell me about, you know, like, um, what are some of the things that you love the most about the work that you do? Yeah, so really it's it's making a difference in saving lives. You know, I've had um, several occasions where I've had a phone call at 1 a.m. and it's 
I, I still remember this one. 1 a.m. I get a phone call. It's Christmas Eve. How dramatic can you get? Christmas Eve, oh. 1 a.m. I get a phone call. I'm on call with the hospital and we have a liver offer for a patient. So I go ahead and bring them in. And with liver offers, we never know how they're going to go. Sometimes um, people get too sick and it just doesn't work out. Sometimes, you know, it has to go to somebody else. So, you know, it's always like a 50-50 chance that you get the transplant to go through. And this time it went through, the patient did great. And um, she actually got assigned to me afterward. So it was pretty awesome to be able to give the gift literally of life on Christmas day. So um, that was a really neat experience to be able to see people go through the transplant, live their lives. And I also find it really rewarding to see people meet life goals. So going to college, having kids, um, being able to travel the world when, you know, before they were just really sick and not able to leave their homes. So um, that's what I think is most rewarding about this job is being able to save lives and then also see people live productive lives too. That's amazing. Gift the gift of life. I think that's the that's the that's the best thing you can ever do. And I was also um, looking at some research um, done by U.S. Health and the best jobs out there. It um, it turns out that most of the jobs in the healthcare field are also rewarding, not just from the you know fulfillment side of doing great things um, for people, but also financially um, and so on and so forth. Um, tell me, like, what what started you down this pathway? How did you like? When did you know that you want to become a nurse and come down this pathway? You know, I, I think it's funny. I like to say often, you know, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up because I just recently got my master's in nursing informatics. And, you know, I got it because, you know, my uh, job that I worked for was really great and helped me pay for it. Um, but I don't know what I want to do with it, but I thought it was fun to learn. So how I got into this job, it just kind of happened. So what happened was, is I actually grew up on a, a small farm in rural, rural Ohio. Um, it was a sheep farm. And I uh, still remember growing up and giving over 200 vaccines, you know, over the years to baby lambs because you had to do your health checkups and give them vaccines to prevent them from, from being sick for different diseases. And I really enjoyed taking care of my baby lambs. And, um, you know, my parents and I talked about it and they thought, you know, you'd make a great nurse. And I thought that was, was a great idea. So I went ahead, became a nurse. And then in 2007, um, there was a recession and I couldn't find a job for new graduate nurses back up in Columbus, Ohio, where I'm originally from. And so my sister lived down here in North Carolina and I decided to move in with her and I was able to find a job at Duke University Hospital as an inpatient lung transplant nurse. Now, I went there because I found that um, a year before that I had went to Duke University as a, a personal nurse aide internship, which was a great learning opportunity because I was a float intern, or I'm sorry, not intern, um, externship, I think is what they called it. Um, and I was able to float to different units all over Duke University Hospital. So I did the emergency room, oncology, hematology. I did ICU, cardiothoracic. So I really, I went to over 10 nursing units and worked several shifts there with a nurse. Um, and that lung transplant unit actually was my favorite unit. So it was pretty awesome to be able to shadow the nurses there. I think I worked probably like a total of 40 hours with the different nurses there it's a really great opportunity and they were my favorite unit and i don't know how 
I managed to get through the interviewing process, but they hired me. And um, so then three years there, um, I realized that inpatient nursing just wasn't my um, forte. I did a lot of, it was just, it was just tough. Lung transplant's tough. Um, and so I decided to do liver transplant outpatient because they um, do really well. Um, and uh, I have some patients that are like over 20 years out from liver transplant. So I just wanted to see how people were outside of the hospital. So it was a really nice uh, transition. That's kind of how I ended up where I am now. I know that was a really long response. <laughs> no, actually, I, I like it. And you know, the, there's one thing that even me, I have um, personally thought about this couple of times, at least when I came to US for the first time, outpatient versus inpatient. And since you mentioned it, I would love for you to just talk about as a nurse, uh, what do you see the main differences are in in your own job responsibilities when it comes to managing inpatient versus outpatient uh, patients? Yeah. yeah, I guess I got a little technical there. So inpatient is where you're actually in the hospital taking care of people that are so sick they have to stay there and have 24-hour medical care. So you have mm -hmm. to have somebody there at your bedside giving your medicines. Um, in my case, I had people on ventilators because they needed a lung transplant. They, their lungs didn't work, which the lungs are those, <laughs> um, uh, something that you use to breathe. So anyway, those, um, patients required ventilators, so they couldn't leave the hospital. Um, and so when you can't leave the hospital, you're extremely sick. Nurses have to be there. Um, in my case, it was for 12 hour shift and you're giving all the medicines and making sure their diets, all that. Um, so that's inpatient. Um, it's, it's a lot of manual labor. And I think a lot of nurses really enjoy inpatient nursing because they get that, um, reward right away you know you're holding that patient's hand through thick and thin you're able to counsel the family members about what's actively going on uh, it's very rewarding it's very fast paced um, my issue with that was um, and again everybody has kind of their strengths my issue with inpatient nursing was just that I had some patients that had lung transplants that would be there for eight or nine months afterward because they weren't recovering very well, but the patients that recovered great, you know, they went home right away because they were doing well. And after some time, I just got a little tired. And so it was nice to be able to transition to outpatient, which outpatient means that your patients are at home. So I have patients, um, I've had a couple of patients actually move out of the country. <laughs> because so, they've recovered and they go back home. Um, so these are people that have recovered so well that they go back and they live their daily lives. And the whole point of my job as an outpatient nurse is to keep them at home and keep them so they're well enough to do their daily activities of living. And so it was nice for me and a change of pace for me and my personal preference because I just wanted to see how people were living um, with transplant after, you know, the, the really sick course they had in the in the hospital all right well thank you for that explanation now um uh, talk to me do you have anything um maybe some strange event or something funny that uh, that you'd like to talk about uh with our audience yeah so um i was thinking about it and uh i thought it was kind of silly when um we have this 
I actually wanted to show it to you. I have a, a transplant doll that actually has the little different organs come out as an example to show um, different kids if they ever need transplant. Thankfully, we don't have to use it very often because we don't have a whole lot of um, kids that we transplant. Um, but we do tend to hide the doll to see who uh, can find it first. And so we kind of play a hide and seek game at my office um, to see who can find the doll. So we uh, we have fun doing that with each other. That's so cool. Now, um, tell me what, uh, you know, what kind of education uh, do you need to get into a nursing profession? Yeah, so um, currently, for my role at UNC, they require that you have an undergraduate, a bachelor's in science uh, in specializing in nursing, and then um, a couple of years of experience in um, inpatient nursing. Um, because that really fast paced environment really teaches you a lot. It's core to nursing, very important. So it's important to have a little bit of experience so you know what your patients went through prior to transplant, after transplant, and then what you're supposed to do kind of at home because it kind of helps you build that mindset of what to do outpatient. So um, a four-year degree in nursing and then a couple years of experience is what's required for this role. Okay, that's that's wonderful. Now, um, uh, what advice do you give to any youngsters who might be considering this profession at this point in time? I know you you had your uh, baby lambs right, that you were almost caring for and that got you to this pathway. Is there something that you suggest to them, any advice that you can offer or something that they can try to even see if this field is their cup of tea or not? Yeah, yeah, I think it's really important to shadow um, somebody or talk to somebody that's done it personally. And that way you kind of get an idea of, of what is going on. And then, um, you know, if you're having a hard time even finding that opportunity, just volunteering at your local hospital or nursing home um, can give you plenty of opportunities to talk to somebody because unfortunately our older adults do interact with the healthcare system a lot. And so they have a lot of experience about interactions with nurses. So it, it would be good to, to volunteer at, you know, the local hospital and, or again, the local nursing home to kind of visit with people to that are maybe be a, li a little bit lonely. And then also see what they think makes a good nurse and see if that would potentially be a, a good idea for you. Very nice. Uh, Emilia, what, is there anything else you'd like to add to uh, what we've talked so far? No, that's it. Awesome. Well, Amelia Melukas, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been amazing, uh, giving us a tour of your life as a nurse and a liver transplant coordinator. That sounds like an amazing, and you said giving a gift of life. I think that's just amazing. So thank you so much and all the best uh, from everyone here um, to you in your career. Okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you.